give strength to his people. Bring to the Lord, O sons of God. Bring to the Lord glory and honor. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. Brethren, Christ is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing in his flesh the law of commandments and ordinances, that he might create in himself one new man in place of the two, so making peace, and might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby bringing the hostility to an end. And he came and preached peace to you who were far off, and peace to those who are near. For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and sojourners, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure is joined together and grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In whom you also are built into it for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. Peace be unto you who have read. Wisdom, arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be to all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Let us be attentive. At that time, a lawyer stood up to put Jesus to the test, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read? And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered right. Do this, and you will live. But he, desiring to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, 
he passed by on the other side. So likewise a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion, and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And the next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. Which of these three do you think proved neighbor to the man who fell among the robbers? He said, the one who showed mercy on him. And Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. morning. Once, uh, once when I was living in Boston, my wife and I were looking for a small house or condo to buy. We went with a realtor and looked at a few places in the western suburbs of Boston. One place that we wanted to look at we found on the internet. It looked kind of cute, with some lattice work in front, a fairly sized fenced-in backyard, which is hard to find on our budget near Boston, complete with a shed and a little garden. When we pulled up to the house, it was in a seemingly nice neighborhood, although we had read that there was some crime issues in the surrounding area. When we went inside, however, our hopes were dashed. The place was a mess. There were holes and cuts in the old carpet. There were holes in the walls. And the kitchen looked like it needed major work. The cellar, we were told, was blind. Perhaps she wasn't aware of how the inside of her house looked. That house looked good on the outside, but bad on the inside. In today's gospel lesson, we read about the lawyer who questioned Christ. Now, this kind of lawyer was not someone who debated in the Roman courts, but rather, this kind of lawyer in today's gospel lesson is someone who is an expert in the Mosaic Law, that is, the Torah, or the first five books of the Old Testament. A lawyer knew well God's commandments. A lawyer knew what was in the Bible. A lawyer, presumably or supposedly, 
was a godly person. This lawyer, as the gospel tells us, put Jesus to the test. He was arrogant. He even wanted to justify himself, as it says. He made a pretense of religious piety. That lawyer looked good on the outside, but bad on the inside. Today, of course, we will lament the reality of religious hypocrisy. We lament it in others, but do we lament it in ourselves? Are we even aware of our religious hypocrisy? Are we blind to the fact? Do we even understand how far we often fall short? Are we like the lawyer who didn't even realize his own sinfulness? Are we blind to it? Once, Metropolitan Pandalemon of Antinous wrote about hypocrisy of those in today's parable. He wrote, There are those people who, through religion, seek worldly glory from men instead of seeking the glory which is offered by God. They live not according to the Orthodox Christian faith and virtues, but in accordance of their, to their own vainglory, self-love, and self-satisfaction." St. Cyril of Alexandria also lamented religious hypocr- hypocrisy when he pointed out that the lawyer trying to learn something from Christ was merely, uh, it was merely a pretense at honoring Christ. In today's gospel lesson, we are severely warned, not only by the bad example of the lawyer, but also by the bad example of the priest and the Levite, who look good on the outside, but bad on the inside. Perhaps they were blind to their own sinfulness. Perhaps we too are blind. In today's gospel lesson, not only are we offered a negative example, but also a positive example. The example of the good Samaritan. On the outside, he looked bad. He was a Samaritan. By Christ's time, the tensions between Samaritans and Judeans had lasted for more than 900 years. Judeans often viewed the Samaritans with contempt. The Samaritans didn't worship at the temple in Jerusalem. They had a different and shorter Bible. They didn't accept all the teachings and writings of the Judeans. They were outsiders, outsiders to be avoided. The Samaritan in this parable, although by virtue of being a Samaritan, looked bad on the outside, he looked good on the inside. He helped the poor man who was beaten up by the robbers. The Samaritan cleaned and bandaged the victim's wounds. Then he set him on his own beast and brought him to the inn and took care of him. He even gave money to the innkeeper, saying, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. The Samaritan may have looked bad on the outside, but he was beautiful on the inside. How then do we become beautiful on the inside? How then do we overcome our own spiritual blindness? How do we move away from the false spirituality of the lawyer? 
God has given us a conscience. Just like when the house is messy and something is nagging us to clean it up, God has given us a conscience to listen to. Our conscience urges us to take a deeper look and avoid showy religiosity. Our conscience urges us to clean the insides of our souls. Instead of a false piety, God urges us to dig deeper, to not make a show, but rather to have an authentic love for God and humanity, just like the Samaritan. He wants us to look good on the inside. Let us avoid the hypocrisy of the lawyer in today's reading. Let us listen to our consciences and avoid a false piety. Let us all shun the lawyer and spiritual blindness and look to the good Samaritan as an example of authentic faith and conduct. Amen.